0: I'm not pulling out of my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work coronavirus edition. Okay, so I've been doing really fun interviews, and I have a fun one today. So I'd like to introduce Christine Sprinkle.
1: Hello, I'm Christine Sprinkle. You may have heard of me. Unfortunately,
0: so okay, so <laughs> <Or> let's let's <laughs> well, we're going to walk through who who is Christine Sprinkle and what has she done. That's you are the you are the topic of today's podcast. So um, the question I've been asking everybody is to start with is. How did you first come to play Magic? Uh,
1: I first came to play Magic uh, about a year before Scars of Mirrodin came out. Uh, it was just a bunch of cards, extra cards that my friend had. And I he helped me throw together a Teysa, um Orizov Scion deck because he pretty much had just a bunch of the original Ravnica set. And it was a hot mess. I didn't understand quite how to use uh, some of, like, the Orzov pastilica and all that. But uh, I thought you just have to go. Um, and, yeah, that was a long time. And then I uh, started drafting Scars of Mirrodin, which was really interesting because uh, Mirrodin was just weird to learn a lot of magic more in-depth when because it was all of a sudden there's Phyrexian mana and poison, and it was just, I was like, oh, this is this is very different from the taste of deck that I had, and then Cobblade came out, and I was like, this is a terrible game <laughs> for <laughs> a
0: second. <laughs> oh no, Cobblade almost trophies for the game.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, because it was just like, oh, now these matches are super long, and <laughs> uh, but Scar's Mirrodin was also the reason I started cosplaying Magic because uh I in like my second draft ever I pulled a uh Elsweyrial card and I fell in love with her.
0: Okay, so if if I'm correct, uh it was at Worlds in San Francisco. Do you know what year it was? Um 2011.
1: 2011.
0: Okay. So the World Championship is being held in San Francisco. Um mm-hmm. so Let's let's tell this story. What what happened in that world?
1: Okay, so my friends who all played Magic, they were extremely excited about worlds coming to an area near us. And they were like, oh, we're going to go. We got a hotel room. And I was like, oh, okay, this sounds just like, you know, the conventions that I go to, which were like anime and gaming conventions. And I was like, I'm going to make a costume because that's what I do at conventions. I dress up and I go for the weekend and have fun. And they were like, you shouldn't do that. That's not exactly what you do here. You just play magic. Nobody will be dressed up. And I was like, no, no, it'll be fine. It'll be really fun. Uh, It'll be great. And I've never made an armored costume before, but I'm going to make this Elspeth chick and it's going to be great. And I spent the longest time on that costume. It was such a mess. It was so hard. My chainmail was just a sweater like a knitted sweater that I had spray painted silver to make it look like chainmail and I actually liked that but it was so hot and uh we went to worlds and I just remember walking up and there was this huge statue of Jace I was like oh this is so cool and then I walked past him and like everybody was just staring like what is this crazy chick doing here And I was like, "Oh no!" And nobody wanted to talk to me. Everybody seemed very afraid of me, almost. And
0: um, for the record, I wasn't afraid of you.
1: No. (laughs) And that was the thing, though, was a man in a wizard Magic: The Gathering, you know, Wizards of the Coast shirt walks up, and my thought was, "Oh no, they're going to ask me to leave right now because I clearly do not belong here." (laughs) And I think that was I believe that was you.
0: Okay, what did I say?
1: Um this is a, like it was something along the lines of, "Oh my god, this is amazing, and can I get like ask a few questions about what you're doing?" And then my earring fell apart.
0: <laughs> I also took I remember- a picture I also took a picture with you. Yeah. Because I made a comic out of it.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I I just remember being horrified because, like, part of my costume was literally, like, parts of my costume was literally just falling apart as I was walking. And, uh, yeah, once you took a picture with me, it, like, broke the ice. Everybody saw, like, I wasn't going to eat them or something. Or I didn't even have the sword. So I I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was that threatening. But,
0: (laughs) Here's my memory of it. I'll, I'll give you my my memory of the story is. So I'm at Worlds. I'm working at Worlds, and I see you come up, and it's it's immediately that you're dressed up as Elspeth, right? The costume was amazing, and I just got I had really seen. I mean, I had been to Comic Con many many years, so I mean, I would seen cosplay, yes. co- There's tons of uh, of um, cosplay at Comic Con. So it wasn't I wasn't unfamiliar with cosplay? I hadn't seen a lot of magic cosplay, so I just thought that was awesome. So I was very excited. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, Worlds was an amazing experience though. Like I met a ton of people. I, uh, and like I said, once you took a picture, a ton of people started asking for pictures. And I remember uh, one of them was just this really tall guy in a nice like jacket suit. And I took a picture with them. And then when I walked back to my friends, they were like, oh my God, that was do you know who you just took a picture with? And I was like, no, I have absolutely no idea. Cause I'm not into like, I'm just casually playing magic. I'm just drafting and making night decks and stuff right now with the scars of Mirrodin. And uh, they're like, Oh, it was, it was Brian Kibler. It was the Elspeth guy. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, that's cool. And so I, when I found the picture online, I uh, actually posted it and said, I got a picture with that Elspeth guy. And that was it. because I couldn't remember his name, so for a while, there was just a picture of me and Brian Kibler, and I had just, I was like, oh, I got a picture with that Elsbeth guy.
0: <laughs> so I want I I to back up for a second. Uh, before we get into your magic cosplaying, yeah. how did you get into cosplaying? How did that start? How did you become a cosplayer?
1: Um, way back in high school, I was one of those people that was a set obsessed with anime, and um, I really wanted to be a character from Sailor Moon, And I went to a thrift store and got a lot of very mismatchy pieces that kind of looked like one of the characters and um, threw it together. Back then there was no like wigs or anything. You couldn't buy costumes. It was very, cosplay was extremely new. And that was like in 2004, I believe. And okay. I went to I went trick or treating that year actually as a s as a Sailor Moon character. And then the next year, we went me and a couple of friends went to our first convention, and I haven't stopped since.
0: Okay, so you got into cosplaying. So okay, so you come to San Francisco, you do your, your, the first magic cosplay that, that, that I yes. remember. Um, I mean, I've, there's sure other cosplays gone, but that, that's the one that like. I just in my mind when I think back, like the first time I really remember somebody cosplaying and, and I remember you. That's why I remember. Yeah. Um so how, okay, so what was the next step? You, you what happened after after San Francisco?
1: Um I was like, hmm, this was a lot of fun. I should try and make another character. Magic is very hard to make cosplay for because you just have these tiny little pictures. Like the planeswalkers are a little bit better. They get, you know, more like space, like more art of them. Mm-hmm. But you hardly ever see, like, the backs of, like, (laughs) a lot of the characters. So Magic is, like, it's great. And then it's, like, kind of hard at the same time. Because you just get to fill in the spaces with your own creativity. And uh, so I was, like, I'm going to make a few more. And I'm going to start going to these GPs with my friends. And... uh, which was really, it, it, I just met so many people. I just started meeting so many people. It was so much fun. And I just kept on going to these GPs. And then uh, you guys threw the Ignite Your Spark contest.
0: Okay, well tell people, what, what was the what was that?
1: So the Ignite, Ignite Your Spark contest was a like photo and caption contest. And it was pretty much, you know, you dress up as a planeswalker and it was like, why would you like you were auditioning to be that planeswalker pretty much. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. why would you, you know, make, you know, the best Elspeth or a Johnny or Nisa and all that. So I did a whole photo shoot. I rebuilt like a ton of pieces on my Elspeth and I did a huge photo shoot with a friend from school and I entered and I um, won the fan favorite somehow.
0: What what was it? What product was it? Do you remember what product it was tied to?
1: Oh yeah. I uh so the the first place winner, she got a round trip to any of the packs. She or he. I think it was a girl. I don't remember now. I'm pretty positive it was because it was mostly girls that entered, but um entered and you got a round trip to any of the packs, like Australia, PAX East. That's cool. And the fan favorite got a Alienware laptop, which was huge because I didn't have a computer, so it oh, was cool. like a huge thing <laughs> for me. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so what, what's the gap between uh, you show up at Worlds and, and ignite Night, your spark? How What was the gap between that?
1: Um, two years, I think.
0: And so, in the meantime, you're going. You're just dressing up as different characters and going to um, GPs. GPS mostly, yeah. right? Um, yes. so how did, was everyone a unique character? Did you reuse characters? How, how are you doing that?
1: Um, mostly it was like, I didn't have a huge, uh, array of costumes for magic at the time. So it was just a lot of repetitive, a lot of Elspeth got a lot of, uh, a huge track run. She was at the beginning. I wore her pretty much every GP, at least one day.
0: And um, what were other early characters you did
1: uh, I did Liliana, also her, because soon after that it was her, um, oh, I just blanked on the name. That was so funny. I'm getting,
0: You're talking it, Innistrad?
1: Yeah, like Innistrad came out, so her new look came out, and I was like, oh, I like that one. I made, the, I made that, and then I made Eternal Witness, because I used that card a lot for a while, and okay. I just loved the art on that, and I... Wanted to try and make a more, even though she's not an elf, uh, more elf-looking creature, and then I can't remember what which like I did a couple more, uh, well, and I can't remember exactly the timeline because it was just that was a while ago now.
0: Okay, okay, so let's get back to the okay. So you get your spark, you do the fan favorite. Um, so what's the gap between that and you starting to work with wizards? Because I know you start doing some stuff with us. What? Yeah,
1: because uh, soon the first Theros was coming out, and I get a a random email from a Wizards of the Coast employee, and they said, ha-, you know, would you be interested in going to a pro tour?" And I was like, "I guess I'm not. I, might. <laughs> I <laughs> I've never been, and I I don't play magic at that level or anything." They're like, "Yeah, we would love to have you there as Elspeth," and um. And that one was in Dublin, Ireland.
0: Oh, that's cool. And
1: and that was like one of my first, that was my first time like over in Europe and stuff. And it was a super long flight. I was so nervous because I wasn't sure if my costumes would make it. If my, like if one of my suitcases didn't make it, I was like, what's the point of me being there with no costumes? It was absolutely nerve wracking.
0: Yeah. So did did you play more than just Elspeth?
1: I brought Elspeth um i believe who else i think i brought liliana i'm not sure if i brought liliana that one and um who else did i bring i brought somebody else yeah
0: it's well okay Let's, let's talk about the event though so you go to the event what happens at the event
1: um i go to the event and oh my gosh that was so cool the way that like pro tours are set up it's very different there there was just a lot of i actually had like a little schedule of just like i had to be here at a certain time uh did different interviews for the um, broadcast photo ops with all the pros and then just uh yeah it was just a lot of talking and taking photos and stand here. Now stand over here. And then, <laughs> just, what's your fate? you know, Elspeth, what's, you know, what are we going to expect from y- for you on Theros? And I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to be a knight and kill things, but... Um, <laughs>
0: I'm killing a hydra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, uh, let's do so, this. Okay, so you do the, um, you start, you for the, we get you for Theros, that's the first time, and, and then... Yes. I, I, if I remember correctly, just it's, it comes in an endless number of things, right?
1: Yeah, and then it just, like, just tumbled from there, which I just never expected. It was just... I was just trying to... You know, I that's what I did. I just cosplayed. I cosplayed with my friends and stuff. I never expected or never wanted cosplay to turn into anything, like, professional or get paid to do it kind of thing. It was just... I just want to make stuff. And Magic was really, like I said, really fun to make stuff from because it was, you know, you get some references and then it was just fill-in-the-blank kind of cosplay. So it was really easy for me to just kind of do whatever I felt like. But with this character, like, I I got asked all the time, like, what Liliana are you doing specifically? Like, what card? And it was like, well, I took references from every, you know, all of her cards. Like, Mm -hmm. all the artists kind of do it a little different. And I just took little bits and pieces from whatever card I liked and then filled in the blanks where I couldn't find a piece. And that was my Liliana. And I think that's why I like a lot of magic cosplay because you get to see the different versions of how people do that character. Like if you see my Nisa and then you see Nisa cosplays Nisa, it's they're similar, but you see what like little pieces we we liked and took from, and I I like that a lot.
0: Okay, so I want to talk real quickly about some of the more famous characters I know you played. played. Mm-hmm. Um, we we talked a little about Elsbeth. I know, is El... Who's your favorite to play?
1: Oh, that's hard.
0: What's your top three? I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
1: okay, top three is definitely um, Elspeth, Liliana, and Chandra. Okay, well, let's, let's, talk about each of, let's talk about each different.
0: of those. Let's talk about each of those. So, um... Which we which pick one, which one we want to talk about first.
1: Um, we can talk about Chandra because she's like everybody's favorite.
0: Okay, what well, what's it like cosplaying Chandra?
1: I get to be very sassy, and uh, <laughs> but that like that one's uh, probably the easiest for me because it's just very me, I guess. I don't know. Like Chandra's just like the easiest. She, I feel the most comfortable. I don't feel like I have to change a whole lot for her. it's just. Just be that sassy, fiery redhead, and I kind of just do what I want.
0: Oh, and we should stress something that many people don't realize is not only do you dress up like the character, but then you're in character when you dress up like the character.
1: Yeah, like at events, like you—you can see when I drop it <laughs> every once in a while. I drop it, but yeah, for the most part, um, at like wizard events specifically, I'm—I'm that—I'm I'm trying to be that character. I'm not—I'm not Christine. I'm trying to be Chandra at that little moment
0: yeah it's always fun when i, when I see you at events because you're usually sort of in your character and I, I love interacting with you in whatever character you're playing that's always fun for me um like when you're playing you know uh Liliana, you're, you're always a little more you know making you know being a little more uh i don't know the, oh, v- the vibe is different. all
1: the time yeah <laughs> like most of the time if people come up to me um as Liliana if they're wearing like a blue mana shirt or something and they ask for a picture i go i don't know I don't know if I can be seen in pictures with that shirt. That's not really part of my brand. You know, <laughs> I don't really I don't really go for that. And then uh I've even said just straight up no, just as like a joke for some <laughs> people if they're if they have like a Jay's shirt on or yeah. something. In Elfsbeth pictures I almost never smile because she doesn't ever really smile. And people go, Why, you know, can you smile? And I'm like, what is there to smile about? Like
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Life is endless problems. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we talked about that that Chandra is... Is is a costume of Chandra? Was that hard to make?
1: Yeah, so the first one... uh, Because I've made a couple of her now. But, like, the two main armor ones that I had, they were both pretty hard. It's, uh... It's just... It's weird. She has a bunch of tubes that kind of lead to nowhere. But, um... (laughs) Just sticking out, and a lot of the, a lot of fantasy armor. It just like somehow it's just on your body, just ma- like either magically floating on your shoulders, or mm-hmm. it's skin tight, but it moves effortlessly, you know, with your body. So uh, hers was kind of hard. The chainmail's the pain. Mm-hmm. It gets heavy, even though I have like a, a aluminum chainmail shirt after eight hours of wearing it, that five pound shirt feels like it's a million pounds. So you like, there's a couple of photos. And it's funny, you can just see where my shoulders are just slowly, like wilting yeah. as the day <laughs> goes on. And I just, it's like, not I'm not even like conscious about it. Um, The Keladesh one was really hard. Because I had a, a very short time to make it I had about f- two weeks to make that one. Because mm-hmm weren't sure exactly what we were going to do for the Pax Keladesh and how we were going to introduce Chandra. They were like, at first Mm -hmm. they just wanted regular Chandra and then they wanted her new art costume. So that was like, okay, I need to get this out. And it was just two weeks of me trying to figure out that costume. And I messed up on a couple of pieces. I started crying. And then
0: (laughs) how, so let's talk about this a little bit. So cosplaying, something that a lot of people don't realize is, some of it is finding things and some of it is yes. making things, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so there's some people who say like cosplay, it's just you make everything. That's that's if you're very hardcore and you don't have to. I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, because like I, when I started cosplay, like I said, it was a long time ago and you couldn't buy things. Like there wasn't even wigs at the time except like around Halloween time. That was the only time you could get wigs. So back then everybody was just used to kind of piecing it together, just, you know, grabbing random things and trying to just alter them into it. So I, that's what I'm used to. And um uh Chandra was, I made most of it, like all of the armor, the chain mail I got off of Etsy, because I can't make chain mails. <laughs> um, and like, you know, I just bought some pants off of Amazon and all that, and I just made the rest out of uh, foam and a thermoplastic, which is a heat-activated plastic called Warbler, and a lot of hot glue and tears. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, how, so we talked about uh, talk about Shandra. So Let's move to Liliana. How, how hard how hard is it to play Liliana? How hard is it to make her costume?
1: Um, so the first one I made was. It was so hard. The Steve Argyle one, especially because the corset, it's like such a weird corset. It doesn't quite do what a corset's supposed to do. Like, it doesn't work in real life, really. It's just very awkward. And I remember actually meeting Steve for the first time at the first uh, GP Las Vegas. And I actually walked up to him as Liliana and I was like, this was the one of the hardest costumes I've ever had to sew, and I hated it and He was like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I pretty much just sat there and ragged on him for a second, just like venting my frustrations of how hard that Liliana costume was <laughs> um but she she's really fun to play and that's like the one I get to, I feel like I can get away with just saying a few, not like mean things, but way way sassier. I'm pushing the limit of the Wizards Hasbro PG thing as much as possible, <laughs> just because I feel that's what Liliana would do. She would just try and push her limits as much as possible.
0: She is a boundary pusher. Um, yeah. And then what what's it like playing Elspeth?
1: Elspeth, um, that's the one that's the best when I'm tired because she's so stoic. <laughs> I feel like that's Elspeth. She's just tired of everything. Um, like I say, I try to hardly ever smile in that costume because she there's like no pictures of her ever smiling.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she smiles. I don't. Yeah, she she's
1: not a very happy character, unfortunately. She's very stoic. I love having a giant sword and then the giant sword on a stick later on. Mm-hmm. That was like my favorite part was just <laughs> having this huge sword to just hold. Um, but she was like, she's very, she's just the hottest though.
0: Armor wise. The the, costume is the hottest.
1: Yes. Like I just everything with her, she is always the warmest costume I have to wear, but I don't know. She, I think she's like one of, yeah, she's one of my all time favorites. There's just something special I have with that, with, like with her now. I don't know exactly. I can't quite put it into words, but
0: you—you well, you, you always remember your first Magic cosplay. <laughs> yeah, that kind
1: of thing. She's very special to me.
0: Um, one other one, just because you brought it up, I'm curious, and I've seen you play a bunch of times. Is Nissa? What's it's like to play Nissa?
1: Nissa's really fun. Um, she's such a polarizing character, especially because like her character was very different there for a while at first, and then she kind of had a. I don't know, a reawakening or a redesign, pretty much, of just how her character interacted with a lot of other, you know, yeah. planeswalkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she was quite snooty at first and kind of
0: yeah.
1: haughty and rude. And yes. then she went to, I wouldn't say hippie, but kind of more hippie ish, the hippie elf. Yeah. And so she was, um, Really, really fun to play because it's just you just be an elf. And elves are just so it's relaxing almost. You're just very going with the flow. And one of my coldest costumes, though, I will have to say.
0: And she requires makeup, right?
1: (laughs) A lot. And oh, and I have uh for because I did the World Waker version mostly. Mm -hmm. Um so a lot of body paint and face paint. And then I got the giant Scalera contact lenses, they're called, where it covers Mm -hmm. your entire eye green. Mm -hmm. And those are intense to put in if you've never, they're like putting in contacts, but like even harder.
2: Mm -hmm. You have
1: to basically pull your top eyelid up, shove the contact up under that, pull your bottom lid down and then pull it down so it's completely in your eye. Wow. And there's actually like a warning on it to not wear it over like five hours just because your eyes aren't getting as much oxygen. You have to use a lot of eye drops to keep it moisturized. Yeah. And then usually the next day, I like no matter what, my eyes are red and I look like I haven't slept and it's just the contacts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one other thing I want to talk about, because um, uh, we're not, we we have not too much time left, is yeah. one of the things that I, I found really interesting is we go back to, uh, you know, 2011, uh, you know, to Worlds, you show up. Mm-hmm. To now, when you showed up in costume, that was not a thing you saw at magic events. It was very Never. rare to see magic events. Now, you see cosplay at every magic event. So, what talk a little bit about that transition, the scene, that transition from cosplay be, not being a thing to being a thing.
1: Um, yeah, it's weird because like now I have like this. People keep on calling me like the godmother. I feel like a gangster now it's just the godmother of magic cosplay but um it's it's really amazing honestly i wish i had that like i wish that it was like that in the beginning for me because now there's such a support system for the cosplayers it's because i i do have to say when i first like when pictures started popping up online of me as elspeth It was really positive, but there's also, you know, there's always the negative that's with it. And I've pretty much had to, like, kind of deal with it alone because there's nobody really else that was doing what I was doing. There was no, like, support system of other cosplayers, you know, understanding what, you know, we do and all that. So I have to say it's really... I don't know, because I've had a lot of people come up and say, you inspired me to do this costume, and it's, I don't, and it's weirdly, like, inspiring to me to to, to see just so many more people cosplaying, because it's just, all it is is just a self-expression of just the love of the game and the character, so it just, it gives me, like, fuzzy feelings. I don't know. I feel just, and I, I just want to say I'm so sorry to all the cosplayers that now you have to spend money on magic cards and magic cosplays. So,
0: before uh, so we wrap up, um, what do you have to say to somebody out there that's never done cosplay, but is, but is interested in the idea?
1: So you don't have to make it. It's totally okay. If you didn't make your costume, nobody actually cares, except the really mean, snooty people. Do whatever makes you happy. Especially choose a character that that resonates with you, because you'll go that extra mile, especially when you're wearing it, and making it to just really bring out that character and the biggest thing is just have fun don't take it serious like we're just playing dress up it's it's really not that serious um just have fun it that's all it is that's like what magic is just have fun
0: well i am almost to my desk so we need to wrap up but uh is there any final thoughts you have before we before we wrap up for the day
1: um i don't know um
0: I mean, it's. Let, let me say something, and you can respond. Is yeah. one of the things that I've enjoyed with my interaction with you, and, and you, I've interacted a lot over the years. Yes. Is um, it's always a joy to see you cosplaying. Like the, the the I mean, not only are you very good at it, but you you clearly enjoy it. Um yes. And so it is. It, it it always is. It uh it always brightens my day when when I, I get to see you doing cosplay. So like I I've really really enjoyed. Uh, as much interaction I've had with you, I've just, you've always been like a, a ray of, uh, of sunshine for me, so I i enjoy that.
1: Well, I'm not gonna, oh, I'm getting all emotional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh. Yeah, honestly, that's the biggest thing. I feel like there's people out there who think I have, like, some weird ulterior motive of just, like, I, you know... I'm doing cosplay for some weird reason. And it's just, I literally just want to make something or try and make it like these weird fantasy things. I want to just try and make it in real life and then just go and have fun with people. I'm, I'm not there for the hardcore magic part. I'm there for the gathering part. And I'm just trying to make that gathering part all the more fun. That's it. And I'm I'm glad like it it gets across, you know, like it makes me super happy if like you have no idea, like that's all I want to do. Like when I have a little kid come up to me and I've had so many at events come up to me and go, oh my God, Liliana, you're my favorite. And just being able to sit there as Liliana and interact with like a little kid or a new player, it's, it sounds so corny, but it is the best feeling ever. It's just, it's undescribable You get this connection like no other and that's why I do it I just want to make stuff and do that just have fun and make people happy and smile
0: okay well that, that's a great place to end that's that's a great sentiment uh, and I hope all everybody out there who is thinking of like who who sort of kind of wants to cosplay but somehow is afraid or feels that it, it, it won't be something that can be a positive experience I'm hoping your podcast today says go do it Go dress do up. It. It, yes, it's fun. It. No matter Enjoy. What
1: size, shape, or color you are, just do it. It's fun. It that's all it is. Have fun.
0: So anyway, guys, I I'm I'm arriving at my desk. So we have to we have to wrap up the show here. Uh, and and when I get at my desk, we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. But I want to thank you, Christine, for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And to all you, um, I will see you
1: next time. Bye bye.